This is Beckett Millhaven, just saying on this Thanksgiving Day in Omaha. I'm Tom Becker. Uh, McGraw Millhaven, happy Thanksgiving here on the Big 550 KTRS. What was that delay for? Uh, is, is there a pause in here somewhere? You didn't uh, I, was, hear me? I was so excited that I could do a show with my good friend Tom Becker. I was a little, I got a little uh, starstruck for a second. Did, did, you, did you have a mouthful of cranberry sauce or pumpkin pie or something? Oh, my goodness. So we are, we have been tasked today with our soon to be award winning podcast because we haven't won any awards yet. Um, and with, there's, uh, an award for, there's an award for everything. There ought to be an award for this. We ought to win should, an award for this. You know, believe it or not, there's this is a true story. Apparently, there was a um, there was a guy who was a talk show host, and I forget the man's name, but um, he was asking to be to to speak a lot, and um, he asked. He said, "Look, I'll be happy to speak, but you have to give me some type of honorarium to come and speak." And so people said, "Not a problem." So when he would go to speak at Kiwanis clubs. Instead of giving him money, they gave him made-up awards. <laughs> gee, gee, that doesn't sound like a talk show host at all. <laughs> so he was asking for some type of honorarium, and they thought it was an award and not some type of speaker's fee. <laughs> <laughs> that That's not me. But it was just, oh. I, I read, you know, one of these stories about talk show hosts and the trials and tribulations that we've gone through. I, it was one of the stories. And I always find that always found that one to be quite amusing. So what you're saying is, if we were more creative, we could be award winning by now. That that <laughs> that is true. But we have been tasked since this is going to air on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. We've been tasked to spend the hour talking Thanksgiving and and, 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 and definitely and, and and by the way, very thankful for this doing this podcast. Now, I know the people listening on KTRS that probably don't know that this is a weekly podcast that we do is also available on all your platforms where you can get your podcasts. Uh, and then it also airs uh, nightly on uh, the Big Five, th- or every Thursday night on the Big 550 KTRS. But it's also available on demand at wherever you get your podcasts. So, uh, you know, if you're a, uh, a fan of uh, McGraw's or, or even me, you know, and you want to check out the podcast, make sure you, uh, you know, like this and subscribe and all that good stuff so you don't miss a, a Thursday. But this Thursday, this Thursday is a special day because of this Thanksgiving Day. And uh, you know what? It's good to have a day like this, because with everything else that's going on in this crazy world, it's good to just take a moment and say, you know what? Yeah, to things be better, always things should be better. But overall, life is good. Overall, overall, life, uh, you know, is uh, is okay. There's a lot. There's a lot to be grateful for. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk turkey today, if you will. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I see. I'm really all sentimental and you know uh, emotional about you know just being thankful and gratitude. And you're saying, yeah, that's all good, Tom. But uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, talk yeah, turkey. Yeah, yeah, let's no, talk, no, no, let's no, talk no, 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 no. You know what? In all seriousness, um, we're not running from bombs in Gaza. Our family hasn't been abducted in Israel, and you know we're not living in Ukraine and being forced to defend our country. You know, with hand to hand combat. Yeah. Um, we, you know, our biggest complaint is we don't like one of the books in the library, um, <laughs> right? I mean, when, when you get right down to it, right, thank God that's, that's your biggest problem. And, and, you know, I, I haven't really talked about this, um, on the podcast or really made too big a deal about it, but I'm going through chemo right now. You know, I'm a cancer, I've been dealing with bladder cancer for 
a long time, and it came back this last time with a vengeance, and so I'm going through chemo right now. And so it, I've gone through some motions where, you know, it was like feeling sorry for myself and everything. But then you're right. I would, I would just think, well, you know what? I've got a friend that lives in Ukraine, and, you know, her life uh, is, you know, constantly uh, a mess. You know, I know people, I've been to Israel, I know people that, you know, that uh, have lived out there and you know we're not we're not dealing with that here so yeah just in, in and of itself just that in and of itself uh should be something to be thankful for well and you know i go from you know complaining on the radio about whatever right oh gas price is too high taxes are do this they want to do that this guy and i gotta go run and buy a beautiful holiday dress for my daughter and beautiful shoes so she can go and meet santa and have a nice day right i mean what are we really complaining over? And we're upset because we think gas prices should be lower. We think, you know, any myriad of things. I mean, it, it's all made up faux outrage to try and push somebody else's a, agenda. And we even even the 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 least fortunate among us are still the luckiest people in the world to be living in the United States of America. So it is a great day to give thanks. It is a great time to sort of um, you know, take a step back and and realize what is really important. Let me ask you this though. Yeah, we were talking. We were talking with. Uh, I was talking with my uh, my chef buddy about uh, Thanksgiving uh, dinners, and he brought up a great point, which we know, but you sort of forget. And that is, he he he's like everyone tries to be Bobby Flay on Thanksgiving, but really the best dishes are the ones that grandma made you know 30 years ago oh, right i mean oh, it's it, it was it's it's the memory thanksgiving is about today but it's also the you know string bean casserole or that grandma made or that brings you back to 1975 man you speak the truth you speak the truth uh my birthday was uh last week and my sister made a, a dinner that was chicken paprikash you probably never heard of it but it, 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 it's, it was like an old family thing my my great-grandparents brought it over from the Czech Republic, although we found out later it was a Hungarian dish, but they brought it over and my mom and my mom made it and my mom made it. And so it was like always sort of like a special family meal. And it is the best, it is the best meal you're ever going to have, in my opinion. You may not like it, but I'll tell you what, because of the, the memories it brings me of, of, of my family, and and I know that my sister made it for me just because, you know. You know, it was it was made from the heart. It wasn't like just, yeah, we put a few steaks on the grill. You know, she went and made a different on this. I thoroughly agree with that. It is the memories. It is the, it is the family. It is the, uh, uh, the the special dishes. You have you have people coming over, and how often would they say, "Hey, are you bringing over the such and such?" Right. Because that's that's your job. That's your, that's your job. You're bringing over this. Okay, yeah, you're making that. You're doing this. Yeah, that uh, the, the family dishes. So let me ask you this. What was your family's Thanksgiving dish? Well, our family was more. Do you remember the movie Rocky? Yeah. When Pauly throws the bird out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that was core. That was sort of my recollection of Thanksgiving <laughs> at our house. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we wasn't that bad. I mean, we only threw the bird out of the year out of the window once. I mean, it wasn't really, like it happened every. I thought it was it pizza. I thought I thought it was pizza that you guys threw. <laughs> so um, no, we would go to grandma's house, and grandma, God, God rest her soul, you know, was a great woman. She was a terrible cook. Um, my sisters said as they got older and got their own families that 
they realized that grandma didn't really cook. She just sort of warmed things. Um, <laughs> but she would she would go to the market and she'd get the bird. You know, she'd get a, you know, 20 something pound bird and she would stuff the stuffing in the bird. Right. And then she'd get up at six o'clock in the morning and put the bird in the oven because it had to cook for, you know, 45 hours. And we had to hope that the, you know, the, the, the stove didn't break. And then she had all the pots going. And I remember you would get your own full can of Coke on Thanksgiving. So normally you'd, you'd have to split it with your three other siblings, right? But you get a full, full can of Coke. But she didn't, you know, she would do the stovetop stuffing. She, she'd warm the, uh, this, the, um, uh, this, the, the stream beans, the corn, the turkey, you know, I don't know if it was any good. And then you'd sort of douse it in gravy. Um, but it was just everybody around, everybody, you know, talking at once. I don't know. It's just, you know, again, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's the memories of the time, the, the football game on uncle Charlie coming out. I don't know. And then actually the funny thing I remember is, and this is such a seventies thing is the kids would get up from the table, right? And the kids would go and play, whether it was a board game or turn the TV on, or if it was warm enough, you'd go outside. And the adults would sit around the table, smoke their cigarettes, drink their wine or beer or whatever, and then they'd be talking adult stuff. And they they would do that for hours. And the kids would just be off on their own with no adult supervision having the time of their lives. Do you remember being a kid and never being able to understand why your uncle always took a nap after Thanksgiving? <laughs> you know? like, oh, come on, man, it's Thanksgiving. You know, it's snowing outside. We got a football game going. Come on, you know, you know. And everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're good kids. You just go have fun." Yeah, no, yeah, they know. Yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, no, but but they would sit around. They'd have their coffee, and they'd have their cigarettes, and they would talk and talk and talk and talk. And you're like, "What are these people talking about?" Now you get to their age and you're like, oh, all right, I could see sitting around the table gossiping about whatever oh, news yeah. of the day is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't tell you one thing they were talking about. No. But they talked they they talked their ears off. I'll tell you what, I've I've got you know, you talk about your family. I got a Thanksgiving that um I will never ever ever forget. And uh it is uh, it is something that um well let's put it this way. It's somewhat dysfunctional. But it's a oh, fun that's memory. Good. But it's a fun memory at the same time. So uh, let's do this, the old radio trick. Uh, let's take our first break here. We'll take a quick break on this Thanksgiving day, and then I will tell you about my uncle Gus, who, by the way, was just—I I love this guy dearly. He was a character, but boy, was he a character! And I'll talk about Uncle Gus and Thanksgiving after this quick break on the Big Five Fifty KTRS. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. 
Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Happy Thanksgiving. This is McGraw and oh, this is Beck and Bill Haven just saying it's a podcast that you can get anytime wherever you find your podcast. And also on this Thanksgiving, we're airing it on KTRS. So thank you for joining us on this uh, this holiday, which overall, I think Thanksgiving may indeed be the best holiday. Can I go out on a limb here and say that, you know, because there's one you don't really there's, there's no cards. There's no you know, there's no real pressure like Christmas time and all that stuff. You know, you sit around, you eat, you watch some football, you, you know, and, and then um, you, you go and, you know, you, you spend time with family and friends. But I had an uncle, Uncle Gus. Now, Uncle Gus, he was a character. Right? And, you know, it's one of these things, kind of like, kind of like your uncles in the, in the book, The Tender Bar McGraw. You yeah. know, the same, same sort of, same sort of character. That's why I could relate so much to uh, JR's book about, uh, about your family in that, and then Uncle Gus was one of these guys. Uncle Gus, I think, got in a little trouble with the law back in the day. Uh, I think there was some embezzlement or something that went on, and so he got uh, he had a little bit of trouble. So you know, and he got out. He got out of uh, jail and um, out of prison. And of course, you know, it's kind of tough to find a job in that situation. I remember a Thanksgiving where we had we had over, normally we had a Thanksgiving at uh, my aunt Anne's house. Uh, that's another story in and of itself. But uh, this year, uh, we, we we had it at Uncle Gus's house because Uncle Gus was now a bookie, and he had to be near the phone. <laughs> so, so we're having Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, and now we're sitting around talking while Gus is actually getting up and answering the phone and writing down stuff and coming back down. And you know, you're a kid, so you don't really realize what's going on until you become an adult. And you say like. Oh hell yeah, that's what he was doing. <laughs> he was he was he was uh, placing bets, and I don't know how the game turned out for him. I don't know if he did all right on that or not, but uh, yeah, but he was uh, because this is way before internet and cell phones and everything, so he had to be attached to the landline, and he was he was uh, you know taking the bets while um, we were sitting there eating, and in hindsight, of course, you know the memory being what it is. In hindsight, it just seems weird to me how normal we thought that was. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're just we're just the kids. We're playing with the other cousins and stuff, and everybody else is sort of like just sat there. And yep, that's just what we're doing, having having Thanksgiving here, so that Gus can do his job. Yeah. Well, uh, did he end up winning or losing? I have no idea. Did, I have no did idea. The, did did the Lions win or lose on that day? I have no idea. But uh, as, as somebody as somebody who didn't live in Chicago or in Detroit or Dallas, right? Those are the three teams that sort of played on New Year's Day, right? Or uh, Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. They, they, when I was growing up, they were always terrible. And the games were kind of meaningless. You just sort of watched it because, you know, you didn't have anything else to do, kind of. And so you watch these games that nobody really cared. I don't know. I didn't care that the, 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 that the Bears played the Lions. You know, I was in New York. What did I care? Um, I always thought that was weird. People were like, oh, watch, watch football. 
I never really got the football on Thanksgiving. Well, I think to some extent, to some extent, it was a reason not to, you know, it was an excuse not to have to talk to your family, you know, or at least talk to your family about, you know, something very superficial, you know, while the game's going on. Um, but uh, but you're right. Yeah, I didn't care. You know what else? Uh, the, the parades. The parades. Were you, as a, as a kid, did you ever like oh, really yeah. watching the parades? Yeah, we went. Yeah, we went. We went to the Thanksgiving Day Parade and loved every second of it. Oh, oh I, yeah, that's right. you live in New York, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was. You would go. They would take you in as a kid. You would go, and um, you know, because it was it was a big deal. But it was also, you know, it isn't like just walking down the street. I mean, you got to go and get. It's cold, and then you got three or four kids, so you got to take all the kids in on the train, and then you got to the hustle and the bustle, and you got to walk over to Macy's and then find a spot and then wait. And, you know, everybody wants a hot dog or a pretzel and it's cold. And um, so it was actually a lot of effort to sort of go, but man, to see all of the balloons and then Santa Claus at the end, I still remember that vividly, vividly uh, doing that. And then one year they took us into, to the St. Patrick's day parade. That was a bit of a drunk fest. They never brought us back to that. (laughs) That was, I was like, why are all these people throwing up? I don't really understand this this part of this parade. Uh, where's Santa Claus? So we didn't really go back for the St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh yeah, um, but, oh yeah, but I remember I remember watching it on TV, watching it on TV. And you're right, you would watch it and watch it, and you would just sit there waiting for Santa to show up because yeah. that was the, that was the highlight, man. That was you talked about you talked about a big finish, you know, when you're a six year old kid and Santa shows up. That is uh, that that is a highlight, man. That is rock star material there. Yeah. Uh, do you remember going and sitting on Santa's lap as a kid? Uh, most definitely. Who, what? By, okay. So you're talking about your memory. You're talking about your memories of uh, New York. I grew up in Cleveland. So the movie, The Christmas Story, is just, you know, I, I know, I know the, the department store. I know the department store they're talking about. I, I used to go shopping in that department store that they talked about there when, uh, you know, when Ralphie goes up there to sit uh, on Santa's lap. Uh, I believe that building is a casino now, to be honest with you. But um, uh, so, yeah, I, I most definitely remember going down there and um, uh, sitting on Santa's lap. And, you know, and then my parents having to say, well, you know, you know, Santa can't promise you everything you ask for. You know, well, whatever. Yeah, Santa mom, of course you can. You know, Santa's magical. <laughs> um, that I didn't know that that took place in, in in Cleveland. Is that is that your story? Did were you did you get a Red Rider BB gun? Did did you live near there? Uh, well, uh, we, I lived in Cleveland. I mean, I don't think we we know the. Uh, I believe the house. I believe the house in the movie is on the east side. We were on the west side of Cleveland. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, but uh, now the house itself is a uh, is a like slash museum tourist attraction. You know, oh where, right, yeah. Or yeah. you can you can buy you can buy the leg lap and all that stuff there, but yeah. but that was I mean that was the era that I grew up. Um, you know, I, I never had a BB gun, but my brother got one, and so we you know we would go and we would shoot tin cans and uh, an occasional robin, and um, <laughs> which of course was wrong. We apologize now, but you know, uh, didn't shoot anybody's eye out, but. But you know, yeah, man, there was a big deal. It was a big deal to to go down, and I, I remember being confused. Remember when you first started, when you first started uh, understanding that maybe Santa wasn't really real. So I remember being confused because we would go to see Santa at like um, uh, Higby's. Well, that was the department store. We go see Santa at Higby's, and then 
you know, I'd be walking down the street. We'd be walking there and we had all the window dressings in the department stores and all that. And then, you know, five minutes later, you'd see Santa at like some drugstore. And I'd be like, wait a minute, Santa was just there. Now he's here. What's what's going on? And it was always, well, Santa can't be everywhere at all the time. So sometimes he has helpers helping him out. But no, Tom, you went and we, we saw the real Santa. You saw the real Santa. Okay. You know, and I bought into it. And then, and then you find out, and then you find out uh, somewhere down the line that uh, there is no such thing as Santa. But you also realize that if I let my parents know there's no such thing as Santa, I may not have as good of a Christmas. So it's like sort of like a hidden hidden secret between me and my sister, you know, that I won't say anything to mom and dad if you don't say anything to mom and dad, you know. And so we didn't, you know. I, they may have, they may think that we still think there's a Santa, um, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, it was a big deal. It was a big deal back in the day to uh, go downtown and uh, go to the department store and uh, spend the day uh, going to see Santa and do a little Christmas shopping. You're one of those non-believers, apparently. Well, I very much believe in Santa Claus. Um, Santa Claus has been very good to me over the years. So shame on you. Speaking um, of which, speaking of which, wait, okay. And I know we're talking talk about Thanksgiving, but actually, but I'm thankful for these memories as well. Uh that's you talk about uh, you know being the kid and all that was in Santa Claus. Your daughter Emerson is what three now three and a half, three yeah three and uh, so she's sort of getting the the hint that there's uh, there's some cool stuff going on right. Well, she met she met up with Santa the other day and then she said, "Daddy, do you know what Santa told me?" I said, "What did Santa tell you?" Santa said, "I'm on his good list," <laughs> and I said, "Today you are, maybe not tomorrow. So you got to be good every day." Um, no, she is starting to sort of understand a little bit about it. That's why I'm trying to instill in her, you know, um, you have, you, you know, you certainly, there are children out there who don't get any presents for the holidays. And she was like, I don't understand daddy. Why don't they have presents? Right. So you try and instill this. Do you yeah. know how lucky you are? Um, you know, we, 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 what do you say? We go get some presents for the kids who are underprivileged. And she was like, I don't understand. Why do they have to have my toys? You know, and I'm like, well, you you don't need another stuffed animal. You have more stuffed animals than anyone in the world. You can give some away and still be OK. So she's apparently going to be a billionaire, a Republican who is against raising taxes as she gets older. No. Um, um, so I don't know. So, you know, she's she is sort of getting the into the spirit a little bit of uh of the holidays but it it's to see her sit and talk to santa and you know nice dress on i mean there's just nothing there's nothing better oh, no, 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 no nothing nothing better and, nothing better and, and, nothing and i know I've, I've got a few uh a few old pictures of you know us, us kids sitting on santa's knee you know and hanging around here somewhere and it is it's just a it is a fond it is indeed a fond um uh i mean it's memory. a little it's a little creepy memory, to be honest with you. You're like, wait, what? I'm not supposed to put my daughter on this weird man's lap and she's supposed to tell him all the things he wants. I mean, that's a weird. I got to tell you, when I did it, it was a little weird. I was like, oh, OK, I guess he's got a sled. So I guess this is OK. <laughs> just, I just thought it was a little strange. Mrs. Claus is here, too, just in case anything gets out of hand. But I mean, I was like, OK, do I really know this Santa? Is this right? Is this, you know. He claims to live with a bunch of elves up in the North Pole. All right. You know, 
Um, so, so, so while I have fond memories of going downtown for our Christmas shopping and sitting on Santa's lap, the kids today have, will, will have fond memories of going online, seeing a virtual reality Santa as dad shops on uh, and mom shop on well, Amazon. Well, you know, now they've got apps where the kids can call Santa and like tell Santa what they want and like the, the chat GPT or whoever responds. So it's, you know, we used to have the tracking, right? The NORAD tracking, where's Santa now? Yeah. Um, you know, now they've got full blown, you know, robots talking to them. So it's a <laughs> it's a it's a whole it's a whole different world. So I, I've got a great Thanksgiving um, memory when we were kids. So my sisters, my two older sisters went to school up in Boston. Um, and one year we went up to go visit them for Thanksgiving. And there was this Plymouth colony uh, up in Plymouth, Massachusetts, where, of course, Right. The first Thanksgiving, if we, mm-hmm. if we right, if we understand the the lore of, of Thanksgiving. And so we went to Plymouth and they have this sort of um, uh, this sort of Plymouth sort of, you know, walk back into time. And you they have like little, you know, huts and they have the women walking around in, you know, 1776 or, you know, 1720 or 16 sure, yeah. costumes or whatever. And they're plucking the birds and they have this little Plymouth rock that's sort of, you know, they claim is the rock they landed on. Right. Which, you know, wasn't because uh, I was like, how do they know this is the rock? And they're like, well, it's it's just sort of symbolic. You know, it's close enough. Right. Yeah. You know, then I'm like, I'm like, I don't get this thing. But um, that day, that Thanksgiving, we had Thanksgiving at one of the restaurants there and the restaurants were set up. So that each family would have their own dining room. It was really kind of cool. So it was an old dining room and you sat there and the staff brought you the Thanksgiving dinner. And it was actually kind of cool where you had Thanksgiving in Plymouth, Massachusetts, the site of the original Thanksgiving dinner. It was actually kind of fun. Oh, I'll bet it was. I'll bet it was. Yes. I'll bet, yeah. Uh, but but I, I mean, I've done that before where um, like when I was when I was doing stand up comedy, you know, I'd be on the road at Thanksgiving. So there was a couple of Thanksgivings where I wound up having, you know, like a turkey club sandwich at Denny's, you know, uh, which, which is not not quite the same. And of course, they've always got, you know, uh, hey, yeah, it's on your side dish. You have cranberries and pumpkin pie. Um uh, but I, I don't, I don't think that, and I don't care how good the restaurant is. And I understand some people don't like to cook. I understand you find yourself, you know, out of town or whatever, but, uh, I still think for Thanksgiving, you gotta be, you gotta be having the home cooked meal with the family recipes and family and friends all getting together and just, um, you know, enjoying each other's company. And, and can I make an offer here? I'll make a suggestion here. You know, you and I, you started off the, the, the podcast by saying, that we're not going to talk about a lot of the serious stuff going on in the world. And I think that's a good point. You know, this is Thanksgiving. You know, we, you know, right now, our lives are, are pretty good. You know, could they be better? Of course, they can always be better. Could they be worse? They could be a heck of a lot worse. And so, you know, take a moment here to just you know, to show some gratitude and stuff like that. But as, I, as I'm thinking about this, as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about how, you know, when you get together with the family and your friends, Let's not talk about all the bad stuff in the world, okay? There's no reason to bring Elon Musk up into conversation or, you know, the former president or any of that other stuff. You know, there's there's no need to bring any of that stuff up. You know, talk about football. Talk about the weather. By the way, 
you know, you were talking about Christmas and all that. Does it seem like Christmas time with the weather yet? Because um, because it, it doesn't seem that way to me. With as, as warm as it's been lately. Hold uh, on a second. It, it is is Elon Musk off the table? I can't even talk Elon Musk. I I would not talk. I, I just you know mm-hmm. I mean because because Elon Musk will get into other topics. You know that's just it. All right. You know you start I, I, off with I, Elon Musk and then it goes into <laughs> things you really. Oh, okay, about. and then it goes downhill. Okay, good. All right. So basically, have Thanksgiving dinner and just say, "Hmm, pass the potatoes." <laughs> No, you can talk about uh, Taylor Swift and uh, because 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 Travis if Kelsey. you start talking about the if you start talking about the weather, then it's climate change, and then of course you're you're talking liberals, conservatives, and it's right down the, the tubes. So you don't don't talk about the weather and or Elon Musk. When we come back, I'll tell you my worst and best Thanksgiving dinner ever. That's coming up, along with some other safe ideas to talk about at your Thanksgiving Day table. Up next, on Beck and Millhaven, just saying, on the Big 550 KTRS. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are back on this Thanksgiving Day. So, okay, so you said... You've got a best and a worst Thanksgiving memory? So, uh, as you and I, you know, you mentioned, you know, you spent some Thanksgiving on the road, right? Because we've both taken, right? We've all been away from home. I think everyone's been away from home on Thanksgiving at some point in their life, whether college, you're not going home for Thanksgiving, you're going to go home for Christmas, right? So Thanksgiving is oftentimes the one holiday where you've got, uh, friends and family in, right? You know, hey, you're not doing anything. Come over, come have dinner, right? And so there's much more, not that people are less friendly during Christmas, but, you know, there's more apt to have friends and friends of friends over for Thanksgiving dinner, right? Because nobody wants to be alone for Thanksgiving. And so college, you know, I'd always go to a friend's house or whatever, you know, I, and I was always thankful. They always welcomed me, whether it was in Lincoln, Nebraska, we, you know, you went out to Hastings, Nebraska, and you know, it's nice family, had some nice Thanksgiving and never saw them again, but they couldn't have been any nicer. It's just a right. sort of nice, 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 nice memories. My first Thanksgiving here in St. Louis, though. So it was it was the fall of 1999. And I just got here like September. So I'd been in town like two months and I was working the overnight shift and I hadn't been in here long enough to take the day off. And I hadn't been here long enough to take any vacation time. So I had to spend Thanksgiving 
um, and I was working overnights. So I had to work Thursday overnight and then Friday, you know, th- and then Friday morning. So I just, it was like just a- another day for me. So um, I go to work Wednesday night at midnight. I-, I was, I won't tell you which radio station I was working at, but there was a lot of old people like to listen to it. And um, <laughs> so I went, <laughs> I went to work at, at midnight on Wednesday night. And then I got off the air at five o'clock Thanksgiving morning. So while the rest of the town is getting up to start the festivities, I'm driving home, okay? And I'm just in a terrible mood because I've got to spend Thanksgiving, you know, by myself in a strange town. I don't know anybody. You know, I have to work tonight. Ah, I just, right, my life stinks. So driving home, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go get some White Castle, go home and eat White Castle and just be miserable, right? So I go to White Castle. I'm on my way home. I go to White Castle. I order, you know, a sack of White Castle burgers. And I'm just, I mean, as each each inch I get closer to the window, the angrier and the angrier I'm mad at life and the world. And this stinks. And this is terrible. I hate it. And I get up to the window. And the woman at the window says, you know, you know, $7.95, how are you? We have a nice little chat. I give her the money. She gives me the, the White Castle. And I drive away. And I just, I turn to myself and I'm like, you're a total jerk. I'm like, this woman is working yeah. at White Castle on Thanksgiving. And I'm complaining. I'm like, get down on your knees and thank God you have a job. Right. And so it was right then and there. I was like, wait a minute. What, you know, be lucky for what you have, man. And no, no greater Thanksgiving gift was that nice woman who treated me so very nicely at five o'clock in the morning on Thanksgiving here in St. Louis, who I will never see again, but just made my Thanksgiving. And by the way, though, if you are in a bad mood, there probably is not a better food than White Castle. You know, that's just, yeah, that's just. <laughs> Uh, but no, you're right. You're right. And you know what? And and it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if, we, if she were here to, you know, talk about that same uh, day, it wouldn't surprise me if she was grateful for the job. You know, I mean, she might have been, maybe she was happy that she didn't have to stay home and cook. It was like, uh, tell, tell her sister, yeah, I got to work till noon, so you're not the cook. So, um, you know, maybe she was grateful for the job. I don't know. But uh, but you're right. You know, you look at this and and you need to look for some of the the simple things that 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 make life worth living. And as much as you want to have, you know, the really nice house, really nice car and all that stuff, and, you know, uh, the jobs of money in the bank, it really boils down to your, your friends and family and, and people that love you and that you love. Uh, it really boils down to that, uh, much well, more so than some of the things that we put uh, all of our interest in. And how many how many rich people who live in the nicest house in town have all the money in the world are miserable and how many people who are you know living paycheck to paycheck um scraping by you know, health problems or family problems or whatever else and they couldn't be happier to lend a hand right so money and fame does not breed happiness in any stretch of the imagination and you know happiness is sort of a mindset it's not how much money you have oh. does not make you happy Oh, definitely, definitely, and and look, and nobody can be happy. I, I don't trust anybody that's happy all the time. <laughs> that's just there's just something wrong with those people, you know. They're perpetually happy because uh, we've all got ups and downs. 
but you have to at least appreciate, you know. Um, and I look back on some of the um, some of my downtimes, and I look back on those and actually think about all that I learned from that, uh, as opposed to just um, you know trying to always have everything good going for you. You you, you learn from some of the downtimes, and uh, and so I guess deep down that's sort of a good thing as well. Yeah, yeah, no, so. Now, let me ask you something. You, you talked before about, you know, you're new in town and all that stuff, and, you know, you don't know. Um, maybe think about this. Do you ever, ever recall, like, back in the day, Friendsgiving? I mean, I I know my, my nephew was having a big party or uh, dinner over at his house last week, uh, you know, for, for Friendsgiving. Uh, and 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 I know that a lot of people do that, and I think it's a great thing to do. But Is I don't it a recall- day? Is it a day? What day is it? No, basically, it's just it's just you know before Thanksgiving or maybe after Thanksgiving, depending on when you do it. But it's just somebody saying, "Okay, guys, we're all coming over to my house to eat, and we're calling it Friendsgiving." And uh, I think that's a very cool thing, you know, because because uh, although we talk about family, family isn't always flesh and blood. Family isn't always you know just uh, who you share a DNA with. You know, families can be a, a lot of different people, and. Yeah, most- uh, Mostly, mostly because you don't talk to the people you share your your DNA with. Only, well, you do, but like on birthday special occasions, or you know, once <laughs> only in a when while, you're you yelling know. at them. Only you when know? you're yelling at them. <laughs> when you're arguing over something, yes, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I've never, I've never had a friendsgiving. I call that like watching a Husker game. That's what I say. Yeah, That's what okay. I <laughs> which will be this, this Friday. Uh, tomorrow. Um, now, okay. So let me uh, let me ask you this. Okay, so we were talking about food and everything before. One thing I've never had. Two things I've never had at Thanksgiving that I want to have at Thanksgiving uh, before I die. I've never had turducken. Have you ever had turducken? Never had turducken. You know what that is, right? Yeah, the turkey inside the duck. Oh, it's like a it's like a duck and chicken and turkey all stuck right. together and that. Yeah, I've never had that, and I've never had the deep fried turkey. Yeah. Which, uh, which I guess is is also uh, just delicious. Mm. You know what? I I have to. Um, uh, I've never had deep fried turkey, though. I I make. I've been making my turkeys now for years and years and years, and uh, I smoke my bird and I get into. I mean, I am, I am the old man who's you know do not. I'm like the old man at um, a Christmas story. Oh, the bird! I gotta take. You know, I gotta. I gotta make the bird just right. Um, but I got I to gotta come clean. For years and years and years, my grandmother would make sweet potatoes, mm-hmm. just flat old sweet potatoes. And I would look at them and I would think there was like they were possessed and they were like some wicked witch, you know, on the table. They just looked gnarly. They looked nasty. I never touched them. Now, were, were, they, they, were, 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 were they sweet potatoes or yams? No, they were sweet potatoes. Okay. They were, they were sweet potatoes. And, um, Never, just they just looked nasty. I didn't want them, and they had a thing in my house um, where when we would go to somebody's house, my mother would slap us across the face and say, "If somebody puts something on your plate and you don't like it, I don't want to hear anything. Just don't eat it." Okay, so I was like, "All right, that's that's fair." So we'd go to you know this house, and they you know somebody would say sweet potato, you're like, "No, thank you," um, but then years later. I had sweet potatoes with some butter and some brown sugar, and it's fantastic. Oh, they're delicious. They're delicious. Yeah. I mean, even yams aren't bad, but a real sweet potato in, in the uh, uh, in the casing, 
Yeah. Oh, you right? cut that open. You put the butter in there. A little salt. Like, oh, you're kidding me? That's that. That's that's one of the highlights. That's yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why I was so down on sweet potatoes. They're actually really good. And then the other one is the the jellified cranberry sauce. That's my all time favorite. Okay. <laughs> and this, no, is, this, okay, no. this is this is just so stupid. No, no, no. This is just so stupid. Did you ever fight? Did anybody in the family ever fight for the slice that had the ridges on it? Well, you mean you mean the top ridges or the bottom ridges? Yeah, the, no, yeah, the top ridges. You know, the, yeah, uh, the because it, because there because there are also ridges on the side. No, yeah. no one in my family ever fought over the top slice of the gelled cranberry sauce. My sister and I would argue about that stuff. You know, you know, I want it. No, I want it. And then, of course, you know, uh, dad would come in and say, all right, nobody's having it. I'm having it. Oh, dang. All right, you win, dad. You know, uh, they but, would argue. They would argue over the um, they wanted the um, the skin of the turkey. That's what they wanted. Uh, they love the skin for some reason. My sister loved the skin. My dad loved this. My dad loved the skin. Oh, my goodness. Every Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving, my dad would go and he would he would love he loved the skin. He loved the skin. And uh then every Thanksgiving, my mom would talk about, yeah, just smudge yeah. That, that by the way, that's Czech. That's Czech. My my parents were raised in Czech families. So every now and then, um, you know, words would be used that I'm not quite sure what they meant. So if I just offended a Czech person listening, I I, I apologize. But you know, yeah, just muddy array. That 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 stuff's bad for you. you don't don't go eating that skin. That's bad for you. And he would you know just smile and you know have the skin. I on the other hand was a big fan, and to this day, I'm a big fan of the gizzards. Really? Yo, I love the gizzards. What do you, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? You love them? You eat them? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just yeah. just eat them just just plain. Oh, there's different ways to prepare them, but yeah. But overall, I mean, yeah. aren't the gizzards like the liver and stuff? Yeah, right. Yeah. Don't you yeah. like liver? Um, I mean, I've had it. It's, you know. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love I love I love liver and onions too. Matter of fact, I was at I was at one of those one of those off brand Denny's places. You know, one of, the, one of those places like you see like at a truck stop that you right. know that it's a national chain, but it's like, you know, I don't know it's, it always has a name like, you know, like Country Kitchen or, right. you know, Family Breakfast or whatever. It's just, you know, just some generic name. And, you know, you've seen a few of those. I was at one of those places one time and I saw they had liver and onions on the menu and I ordered it. And uh, the waitress looks at me and says, I've worked here four years and you're the first person to order that. <laughs> How was it? Delicious. I, I, like, I like liver and onions, which <clears throat> makes me weird. Uh, let's yeah. take the, the final break right here, and then we'll wrap up this Thanksgiving. Wait, this is it. This is it. This is it. We, we're out of time. Are we out of time already? I thought we had one more. No, that's it, huh? We're well, out of time, baby. Thank you for case, your time. In that case, it is. Uh, I hope that you really, I honestly hope that uh, you get to spend the day with uh, family, friends, uh, a good meal. Uh, I hope that, uh, you know, if um, you, you, you bet on a football game, I hope your team wins. Uh, yeah, Uncle Gus. Uncle Uncle Gus. Gus. Come on, man. Yeah, you know. Uh, and uh, by the way, I love my uncle. My uncle Gus. I don't want to give you the wrong impression. My uncle Gus was one of the coolest guys. He was a character, and 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 I I mean I I meant to test no dispersions on the man because he was he he was he was a uh, yeah he he was he was a, a bit of an influence in my life and uh, was and he on your mom's but, side or your dad's side? On my mom's side. 
on my mom's side. So anyway, so um, so uh, anyway, so that's uh, that's that's it for Thanksgiving. McGraw, I am uh, you know you and I've known each other for way too many years, uh, but I'm but I'm grateful for your friendship, my friend. You know we've we've uh, uh, known each other a long time and uh, gone through a lot together, and I appreciate your friendship. I love doing these podcasts with you, and uh, I wish you and your family all the best, uh, and that Emerson uh, enjoys her meal. Uh, I, Tom, right back at you, but I'm not trying liver and onions. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> until next time. Uh, and again, if you're listening on KTRS, thank you. But also know that we have a podcast and you can like, subscribe. It's available on all on Spotify, iHeart, uh, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcast. Becca and Millhaven, just saying. Next week, we're going to talk about an idea here that McGraw had. That we need to change the name of the podcast. So be joining us next week for another episode of this soon-to-be award-winning podcast. McGraw, happy Thanksgiving. Tom Becker, happy Thanksgiving. So long, everybody. A Huda Media Production.